Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we're back. Hey, Julie, it's October 21st. So listeners, normally Julie and I have a uh, agreed upon topic that we're going to present to you during the you know weekly podcast. And today, Julie rushes into our little podcasting area and says, set all that aside. I got things I want to talk about. And I said, Julie, what do you want to talk about? She goes, just hit record. I'll tell you when we're talking. That's <laughs> so, right. So I'm all for it. So before she gets to her mystery topic, I want to, all as always, Julie and I are big into showing gratitude. And I want to show gratitude to uh, towards all of you for continuing to make this the number one listened to daily podcast in the United States. Um, and we are also actively listened to and downloaded in 54 different countries. So thank you for making our dream a reality. And thank you for supporting all of our efforts to be of support to all of you guys. And a reminder for all of you, the perfect, undoubtedly the perfect holiday gift for everyone in your life. And I'm talking about your mom, your dad, your kids, your wife, your husband, your grandma, your grandpa, your dogs and your cats. The perfect holiday gift is undoubtedly Harris Rules, our book. That's right. You can get, and guess what? It's already in festive green. I don't know if you put oh, those. That's true. It's maybe a little holiday teal. Holiday appropriate. It's a little teal maybe. Yes, it'll, but it'll it's. blend with your decor. And it's it comes perfectly wrapped in a beautiful cover that says Harris Rules, expanded <laughs> edition. So the book is for sale everywhere, including bookstores near you, airports and whatnot. But the easiest way to get it, obviously, is Amazon. So go ahead and get as many copies of Harris Rules as you can possibly muster. And um, that's what we always give away to, to everyone, all of our neighbors, our friends. Everyone gets Harris everybody, Rules. Everybody. They're like, Tim, you gave this to us last year. And we're saying like, well, did you read the newest updated edition? That's the right. expanded, expanded edition? That's right. The red book, the original one, has been expanded. So here's the expanded edition. So that's an opportunity <laughs> for all of you as well. So Julie, yes. uh, what is your, what is well, your you know, my pressing top- topic? My topics typically come hot off the presses after coaching series calls. of coaching calls or maybe our premier coaching And that's a good way for us to tell what's on the minds of many agents, all right? Now, maybe if you're not just freshly licensed, maybe you're not thinking the same way, but I would say, by and large, our listeners are coaching clients, so that's what it's coming from. Now, it is fourth quarter. We're halfway through October. We're staring at the holidays. It's, by and large, the weirdest year anybody's ever experienced, and so this is what's coming out. People want to do, and this is a typical time to plan, their past client appreciation gifts, or in many cases, it would have been a party, right? So how are you guys handling this? This is the hot topic because you've got to plan what you're going to do. So point number one is make sure you are crystal clear on your town or your state's specific COVID rules, right? So if you're in phase one, most states are, are, our governors are saying, you know, you're in this phase or that phase. There are two rules that you have to know. One is what is the rule for your business? Because businesses have different rules than, quote, social gatherings. So let me preface that. Yeah. So this is the reason that um, you guys, this Julie's point is incredibly important because your errors in admissions insurance will not cover you uh, for COVID. So if you basically are, and I'm not hearing of any cases of people doing events and having people get sick and then there being litigation around it, but I would not be surprised if there were. So the strongest of all suggestions is have this be a 
uh, social event and not a formal business event. And you Actually, can do that. Business is a little bit better, but it did, I've got the solution to, to solve all this. All right, so I'll just shut up. It's okay. It's okay. But but you should know what are the business, in, and it, it varies state to state. So in many places, uh, your business maybe can be at 25% capacity. And is that a better number than if you had like a small past client appreciation uh, party? So you're suggesting they do it at like a restaurant or something? Maybe. That, yeah. They, okay, I mean, know what it. your rules are because we're all in different phases That's smart. now. Yep. Okay. So be very clear on that because people love to make an example of somebody screwing this up. And the media is just chomping at the bit to have another super spreader event to report on, unfortunately. So none of you guys are allowed to do that. Now, how can we kind of tape that off the plate? Now, we're thinking about, you know, we would we would lump this into past client appreciation, pop buys or events. You know, you can be thinking about pumpkins or pies or ornaments or wine or flowers, whatever you're going to do for, say, your top 25 past clients. Now, that doesn't have to be your past 25 closings. Maybe you look back through the year. Maybe you've got two people on that list that didn't close with you, but they sent you lots of referrals. So make your list. Well, so the way Julie and I did that every year is you've got to recognize that there are people who have uh, sent you business that you are not even acknowledging or know have become like your own, you know, their own, uh, what would you call it? They're your super spreaders in the community. <laughs> in a good way. In a good way, right? So there are people out there that are going to always be great referral sources for you. Find out who they are. And then uh, gratuitously thank them. Um, And then Julie said something else there. It's really critical. Even if they sent you a referral that did not happen, the very fact that they thought of you, you need to acknowledge them, thank them, show gratitude, and then reward them. Yes, that's right. So there's two versions of how this is playing out in terms of timing. And you can think about, you know, maybe you're going to do something for Halloween. Maybe you're going to do something for Thanksgiving or Christmas or all of the above. So decide what it's going to be. But after you've got your list, usually realistically 25 to 35, uh, you know, top people um, you want to do something special for, right? So two ways that this is happening. If you are running a brokerage that has a public office, right, where normally you'd have a get together, instead of doing that, do what some of the schools are doing. Here's how you handle that. Let's say that you've got, you know, you're maybe amongst all of you and your agents, you even have 50 people you want to thank. So what you do is you announce that you're going to have a drive-through party, okay? And you split it up so that everybody's got a different time slot. You got five or 10 minutes in between cars. You decorate your, you know, the front of your office. Nobody's coming inside, so you're not breaking any uh, COVID rules. You're not having gatherings of more than whatever the number that you're not allowed to have is. And you basically have a past client appreciation uh, parade drive-through type of thing. That's if you have a location and you normally would have had it either in your office or you would have had it at a restaurant. You keep it outside and you split them up. So what about the idea of renting a movie theater and then obviously pushing any potential liability off to the movie theater, you know, and let people, you know, let the movie. You still have to deal with the capacity. Is it 25% and how many people is that? And then you have to manage how people. But that's just a function of letting the movie theater. You can do that. You can do that. And you can split it up. Maybe because you can't have all 100 people, you have two different days and split it up. There you go. And that's what a lot of our bigger, um, obviously more successful agents with lots of lists, you know, they'll have one in the afternoon, one in the evening. And we're talking about um, showing a a family-friendly holiday movie, renting the theater usually on like a Saturday afternoon for like a matinee type thing. Um, and that's going to be some, another great way. And we have people in all price ranges doing that, not just the you know entry-level price ranges. Um, I think even in some of the most expensive areas, that has worked out to be a great idea. And I don't know, Julie, how, do you have a tie into a charity worked into this? 
Yes. I mean, so when you tie it into a charity, you should start by thinking who is already in my past client center of influence database, who is either running a charity or is enthusiastic about a specific charity so that you can tie it to somebody who's already connected with you. If you don't have that, choose a charity and you should be tied to that charity. When Julie and I sold real estate, ours was, well, we had various charities, but the one that we always stayed with was the Humane Society. And so Julie thought this up. It was buy or sell with me and adopt a pet for free. Now we went to the Humane Society. Uh, we told them what our idea was. Of course, they said, well, the person has to uh, qualify. They're going to have to you know, be a good pet owners and all the whole thing. And of course we agreed. And then we said, we'll just cover their actual hard costs of the pet adoption, which obviously wasn't much. But ju- And we put that page in our uh, pre-listing pack too. Uh, which you guys who are premier coaching members, you can see an example of that in the pre-listing pack. Do the same thing. Copy the same idea. You should always have it so that you're going to be in a situation where you're going to be seen as giving back to the community. So for the sake of doing this event, if you're going to do a, uh, you know, a holiday gathering at a restaurant or you're doing a holiday gathering at a, you know, a movie theater, it is a great idea for you to maybe tie it into a, a canned food drive or, you know, some Car sort of drive. Uh, what do you think exactly. And, and again, this is um, we've talked about these things in the past. This is a wonderful way for you to position yourself as a leader in the community. Uh, you might even, though I'm not sure it depends on where you live, frankly, you might want to tie this into a blood drive. And, the, and we again, you this, get the blood mobile. It doesn't, right. you know, a lot of yeah, it's funny. I'm talking to a lot of agents who are like. You know how cold it is here? I know, that's We're the not doing I, anything outside. That's so you can get the blood mobile to your right. parking lot or something. That's the reason I said it depends. Yeah. Well, when uh, we would do this again, and we have had you know thousands of coaching clients have replicated the idea, but what you do is you'll do like maybe you're doing it at the movie theater, for example. Then you can call the Red Cross. You can tell them you're doing this charity. You'd like to involve them. And if, assuming they engage with the idea, they could then either bring a blood, uh, you know, blood mobile. That sounds that's a crazy name, by the way. <laughs> it sounds very Halloweeny, right? But they can bring their you know mobile vehicle by to take blood donations. Okay. Or if you are doing an event that is maybe near uh, some kind of indoor facility, they'll actually set up uh, gurneys and do the blood drive inside there. The benefit to you is you're going to get your name everywhere because the American Red Cross has the highest level press contacts. In addition to that, they actually directly pick up the phone and telemarket into the community for anybody that's donated blood before letting them know that they're there to take donations. So you're going to have the neighborhood, the community where you're doing this, be exposed to the fact that you are contributing um, to the betterment of the community at the same time you're doing this, you know, this uh, obviously maybe it's a movie theater or whatever, you're doing this community event for your own centers of influence and past clients. So always be, and here's the nice thing about doing this this time of year, because, you know, the business is slowing down. New mortgage applications were down um, for the fourth straight week in a row. And people are thinking, oh my gosh, what does it mean? It means it's an election in, you know, 10 days Mm -hmm. and then we're in fourth quarter and that's called, all this is normal, combining it with the fact that we're going to have an asteroid arrive and maybe an alien visitation. It's called uncertainty, people. It's called uncertainty, right? It's not generally good for real (laughs) estate. Yeah, so don't don't overthink it. Don't over worry about the fact that mortgage applications are dropping. Um, And, but it will be in some of your markets seem marketably slower. I know when Julie and I sold real estate, it did seem slower in the holidays because there were fewer people doing transactions. But use that energy that would normally go to maybe, you know, basting turkeys and wrapping presents, you know, do that. But don't allow yourself to go into a holiday or end of the year stupor. The weather changes. The weather gets cold. I get it. We lived that life for, you know, 30 years. So uh, don't allow that to pull you down and ruin your momentum and, and your potential as you roll into the new year. Instead, maybe pivot and use those energies towards doing some of these ideas. That's why we're talking about it, because, you know, it, the answer is to not is not to do nothing. 
you know, especially as you see your market getting maybe a little bit temporarily weird, it's to revamp your energies and reconnect because what's the number one thing that, you know, they've all been fast and furious with serious momentum. Totally. What's the, the thing that you stop doing? You're not talking to your past clients, your center of influence, your database. You're not spending t- You're not on the phone. Let's admit to that. Okay. So take a couple of weeks here. Maybe you do a couple of these different events. You know, you could do a toy drive for Christmas. You could do a pumpkin giveaway or drive through or pop buys, you know, in the next two weeks. So just revamp your energies and reconnect with your people. So we said something a second ago. So people that have overtly tried to send you business, whether it closed or not, those people deserve a special carve out. And if you're in an expensive part of the world where your average, you know, referral based, your average commission is a whole bunch of money, you might, and you have maybe what, 15 people that are your, you know, super spreaders, just trying to be kind of funny, but maybe that's not. And maybe you give them Mont Blanc pens. Maybe you give them something really, really special. Julie and I used to uh, give our uh, the people that were, you know, our advocates in the community. We would give them bottles of wine, and if it wasn't something that was appropriate, we'd give them something else that was also going to be a classy thank you gift. The key to making those uh, work is you have to go knock on the door and give it to them, and don't let them know you're coming. Make it a surprise. It's not knock and run. The point is to actually communicate. Wear your masks, you know, be respectful. Right. But the point is for you to actually connect and to make them feel special. And we'd do that on Saturday morning where we'd intentionally try to catch them in their pajamas, you know, and if we showed up at their door giving them a nice holiday present and whatnot, that was very memorable. Uh, We did not have a single bad experience from ever doing that, and we got tons and tons of referrals just because of the fact that we made them feel special. That's the main thing. It, recognition is one of the primary human needs that everyone has. And if you guys have noticed, all the things that we ideas we've given you so far are very simple to implement and will be fun. And it'll put you in a good mood because guess what? When you're showing gratitude towards other people, obviously they're going to show gratitude towards you and you feel better. Um, and everything starts to build momentum in a positive way. Now, what about holiday cards, Julie? Well, holiday cards, you guys should all be doing. I can't tell you how many times. I mean, we used to go on listing appointments all the time, right? (laughs) And you got to remember, if you are at a listing appointment, it means that they probably, you might be competing against their previous agent, but they're probably not using whoever sold them the house. What was the most common thing they said? My agent didn't even bother to send me a Christmas card. Okay, (laughs) People do get pissy about that. So, you know, you can do, I like Thanksgiving cards because it's not, uh, there's not as much mail around Thanksgiving and it's a little bit different and it's a message of gratitude. So that's an option too. Right. And obviously you're going to have to choose what's more appropriate in your particular political world, whether it's holiday card or Christmas card or whatnot. Well, see, that's why Thanksgiving is great too. Well, but you're, so let's be clear on that. It's non-political and it's non, you know. What she's saying is two things, Right. The card should go out as close to the you know beginning of December as you possibly can make it for because that's before all the you know silly catalogs start to arrive and all the onslaught of mail. And the other thing that's nice about having your holiday card arrive first is that it's going to be the thing that they remember the most because it was the first card. Be very careful that you don't screw up this holiday card thing. And it's so funny. Holiday letters that are sent in business envelopes with your you know, corporate address on the outside of the envelope are not what we're talking about. We're talking about getting some you know, holiday cards where their envelope is a certain color. Where it's it actually, actually feels nice. It's got yes. a good weight to it. It's almost not quite a wedding invitation, but something you're not going to throw in the trash. That's key. And you can buy these in bulk. There's a ton of places you can buy them. Now, I can just hear the gears spinning and how all these agents are going to be thinking, oh, I need to figure out a way to automate it and systemize it. No, make it no, into, no, no, no. Write these yourself. 
Yeah, that's, you know, right these years, we had, by the time Julie and I converted to coaching full-time, now this is a thousand years ago, uh, I don't even know how many past clients we had, you know, thousands. And, but what we, some of them moved, doesn't not, not, does not matter. We would start this operation usually around July and we would start handwriting all the cards. Um, I know that sounds crazy, but that's what we did. And it made a huge difference. Now, most of you don't have a huge centers of influence in past client lists. So what you do is you take your list of, say, 100 people and you divide it by how many days, you know, you have to do this, you know, particular operation. And that's how many you do every day. But handwrite the cards. And inside the cards, say something memorable, something nice. There's a great book called uh, How to Say It Right, something like that. And then there's another one called The Art of the Handwritten Note. Google it. I mean, you'll find sure tons. You can find that on Amazon. There's lots of different versions. Don't that, overthink this. they all this. make the same point. Yeah. Which is don't just sign your name. Say, you know, if you know the names of their kids or their pets or something, say, you know, you can say, say hi to Fido or whatever for me. Personalize it. Personalize and, and it. That's it the key. make it meaningful, right? right? Take some time on this. You know, this this is nurturing your business. Um, and there's, again, there's lots of different resources for that. If also, you, if you go to the post office and ask for commemorative stamps, you're going to get different. You can actually get Christmas stamps. You can get holiday. You can get snowmen, whatever you want to do. Make it look like, you know, you made an effort. That's right. Um, and so, again, going circling the wagons on this, it's this is the little key differences that over time there's an accumulative benefit to you because most other people aren't going to take the time to make people feel special. And when you do, you're going to see the benefits for the, your entire career. If you're wondering what the certain, uh, you know, the it factor, the je ne sais quoi that some people have and others don't, are, it's these tiny little touches that make all the difference in the world. And again, the accumulative benefit of doing some, look, you don't have to do little hand and handwritten holiday cards 12 months of the year, but during the end of the year, especially guys, after this crazy ass year we've had, <laughs> probably, or I mean, hopefully it ends with a, uh, it doesn't go out with a, a what would it be you don't want it to go out i'm stumbling yeah i'm trying to think of a way in, in an asteroid i'm just thinking of all the things that are people are still I predicting know. are going to happen this year let's just say it, it goes out quietly let's just say we have a nice end to 2020 to just have a calm december that's what i'm saying just like just january like, was pretty acceptable right, let's, let's I, I mean, just end it this but here's what's saying i, I want to yeah. say it but at the same time my thinking is it's competing it. with it and realizing yeah. it's probably not likely I know. but give them a nice little something that lets you lets them know you were thinking about them makes them feel special and wouldn't you love something like this? I mean, just think about how it would feel when you get a handwritten card and think how few handwritten cards you get anymore from people. So you've got to you know, pivot. You've got to be the person that's taking the time that makes people feel really special. <laughs> Don't just send cards to people who send you cards. This is not some sort of, you know, uh, swap. Send cards to people that are going to be uh, that, you know, frankly, that just show appreciation to people. Make overt attempts to make people feel special, especially this time of year. And you'll be just incredibly surprised by the dividends you get. Um, and look, if the dividend, only dividend you get, if the only payoff you get is the fact that you made them feel good, well, guess what? That's what this time of year is all about. Yeah. And you know, it reminds me of many conversations. I have clients popping to mind, uh, Federico in, in uh, LA and David Tatum in Tennessee and Chet Thomas in California. All of these guys have dis have brought to the premier coaching call several times this year. There's more of them. Those are just the top three names in my mind that they routinely do handwritten cards as part of their lead follow up and as part of their prospecting. We're talking about it in the holiday situation, of course, but it's great to be in the habit of a handwritten card. And it can just be like a postcard size, you know, something heartfelt, 
something meaningful that you were paying attention and that you sign it. So the art of the handwritten card, I think, is, you know, kind of underplayed. And That's you, right. You need to get good at it. So there, now let's just talk about there are some uh, options to handwriting these yourself, okay? And some of them are really cool. There's Nowadays, there's handwritten font where you can write, uh, essentially you'll write yeah. something and then the font then is designed around your actual handwriting. So it's there's no discernible difference between you writing something and this being done automated. I, that's great. Do that if you can. Especially if you have a ton of them. There's other services too. And if you guys uh, ask me for this, I'll research it so I can remember the name of it. But there's two companies I know about that actually will uh, do exactly what I just said. But then in addition to that, they actually use a really nice Montblanc pen and write uh, thank you cards on. So you'll go to the website. You you know essentially type in your handwritten um, you know card, and then it'll handwrite it on the card for you. And then it does everything for you. The system is then designed so that it'll just stuff the envelope, mail it, and you're off to the races. I've I've gotten those before personally. Julie and I have. And the only thing I don't like about them is that they do look a little bit too formal, and they're not friendly, and they're not really it's not uh, jovial. Good. It's yeah, good. it's good if you have you know maybe you're a grizzled veteran, you got like three thousand people on your list right. or something. You just make your own decisions, and and maybe you do that for your whole group, but you take out your you spin off your top twenty five or thirty five, and you do your actual handwritten card and and make that super nice. Yep. Um, so related to all of this, I I want to make sure that they get the point. If you are trying to figure out what kind of quote event to do, it is far simpler to attach to an existing well organized event like the Red Cl- the Red Cross, like Buy or Sell with Me, Adopt a Pet for Free. Because those organizations will uh, promote your event for you and you have less heavy lifting, thus you can, you know, be doing your deals and your normal momentum. So that's a possibility. But as far as the pop-by ideas go, again, think about your own center of influence. So for example, uh, I know Colette's friends with somebody who makes uh, wreaths and another person that, from like her past client list, another person that does like gift boxes. So maybe you've got someone, I know one of our clients, uh, their past client owns a bakery and they put together well, a nice little bakery But mix, let's, let's talk about know. that. Let's talk about perishable gifts versus gifts that are going to yeah. be sustaining. So what's your opinion on that? Yeah. Well, so don't leave, especially if you're going to leave it on the you know, front step. We did made that mistake once with uh, pies. Raccoons will eat them, especially in the dead well, of winter. Well, we didn't make that mistake Maybe with it pies. It, it wasn't, wasn't yeah, it was a client. Um, so that's why we liked wine. But we have to freeze. tell that story because right. it's hilarious. Yeah. So we had a coaching client. Julie and I never did pies. We had a coaching right. client that basically dropped off a whole organized like Navy SEAL Team 6 effort where they all went out in like separate cars and they put all these pies in nice boxes. They spent a lot of money on this on people's doorsteps. Wasn't our, it wasn't it our clients in the Wa- Kennewick, Washington that did this? No, they, they, they have them come. Maybe the first year. No, no, they have. That's what I think they're the ones that did this. And then going forward, they uh, the uh, clients had to go to their office to pick up the pies. To fix this little problem, right? And they did it. They did a pie distribution effort in the parking lot. Yes. To fix. They're doing it again this year. They're doing uh, a drive up. They've got walkie talkies so that they know when people are coming. But see how cool is that? And they could do that in conjunction with. You could, by the way, combine a canned food drive to donate to the local food bank at the same time that they're going to do a blood drive. So you can do simultaneous things at the same time. Um, and then you could do your pie giveaway, right? So come by, pick up your pie, 
Hey, there you go. Write that down. Come by, pick up your pie. And then also while you're here, maybe do a blood donation and please bring two cans of food so we can donate to the local food bank. But here's the funny part of this, getting back to the story. So they delivered all these pies, dropped them in all these boxes and all over this town. And it was like they gotten so much crap for it because basically what happened is every wild animal in every community, (laughs) you know. What are you doing to my front porch? It's a mess. (laughs) Exactly. They ripped open the boxes and ate the pies. So if you're going to do that, knock on the door and hand it to somebody. It's not a great idea to leave food things on the front porch. Okay. Yeah. Uh, But other ideas. Or alcohol, by the way. Don't do that. Exactly. So uh, ornaments are always fine. Uh, Wine, flowers, pumpkins, um, things like this. But, you know, maybe there's somebody that you know in your your database that does that, um, you know, that does something special that you can give back to them and expand your center of influence. How great would they feel? I mean, think about how many businesses are struggling because, especially retail, because they can only be open to 10 people at a time, mm-hmm. right? I think of like uh, my friend that runs Fritzy Jacobs in Worthington. Mm-hmm. You know, it's open, but she has limited hours. She has limited capacity. So if I were in Worthington, I would find something that I can buy from her to support her business, you know, so that I'm, I'm kind of uh, tying all the knots together. And okay. I've got to get to premiere. Okay, so well, then I'll sure. talk. Let's, yeah. just t- let's just vamp for one minute yes. about getting these things sponsored. Because I know there's a lot of people that are they're listening right money. now and they're freaking out about, oh, my gosh, all these great ideas. I want to do them all. I can't pay for them. Well, you can figure out a way to get them sponsored. And the easy buttons are going to be your title, escrow, mortgage, whatever, mm-hmm. and get them to participate uh, with you. And then, by the way, you get access to their center of influence and past client list, and you can expand your operation. So, I mean, there's a ton of ways to get things sponsored. And don't forget, maybe we'll talk about this in another call, the wrapping paper project is very inexpensive. Just tell them. Easy to do. So it's basically, uh, now you can probably already get things cheap. So you get a whole bunch of wrapping paper that's like less than a dollar a roll. Um, You get some candy canes or something like that. You have bows. You you do it up. We've got lots of examples on our website about agents that have done this. And it says something like, don't get wrapped up with the wrong agent. Yeah. Um, And, you know, we'll talk about it more when I've got it more at the top of mind. But you can do those as non-perishable pop-by gifts. You can use them in open houses. You can use them for lead follow-up. You can take 100 of them through your neighborhood and not spend hardly anything on it. And that's super cute and easy to do. You can buy something non-denominational if that's, you know, something you want to do. Like, you know, you can do snowflakes. You can do snowmen. Everybody's wrapping presents. So, you know, do something nice like that. And I've got examples of agents, usually it's in their own neighborhood, who do actually take listings off of this silly little wrapping paper project. It's so easy to put together. And now's the time to start gathering uh, material to do that. So, So And I'll talk about that more in Premiere. Sure. So Julie's off to Premiere Coaching. Um, Those of you who are in... Uh, Premier Coaching, thank you for continuing to be coaching clients. A lot of the things we talked to you guys about at the listing presentation, the pre-listing pack, the you know lead generation ideas, all the things that we share with you, um, most of those are, um, I mean, really, uh, how do I say this? The free coaching program does not include a bulk of what's in Premier Coaching. I had somebody that was confused about that. They joined the free coaching program thinking it was the full suite of things. It's not. But the free coaching program is a great way to get started. It does give you, I think, six or eight different books and guides that you can start using right away. And you are still entitled, even as part of the free coaching program, uh, to the daily semi-private coaching call with Julie. So if you're interested in uh, participating in that, just text the word SURVIVAL to 31996. Text the word SURVIVAL to 31996. Now, there's close to 10,000 of you that are in the free coaching program. If you're interested in upgrading to the full service, the full suite of services that we offer as far as the Premier Coaching Program, this is a perfect time to do it, perfect time of year to do it. Um, just let us know. All you've got to do, again, just here's a quick and easy way of doing it. Um, just text the word Harris 
H-A-R-R-I-S to 31996. And that's telling us that you're ready to join the coaching program. Or obviously, you can just go to timandjulieharris.com. And that'll get you going in the right direction, too. And just click on uh, coaching and training. And then pull down and just sign yourself up. We do offer financing for that. You can read more about that. Uh, but the coaching program, if you finance it, it's very affordable. It's less than $100 a month. So check that out. In the meantime, if you guys need us for anything, obviously, the easiest way is you can just text me directly at 512-758-0206, 512-758-0206. And uh, if, I, if the question is something I can answer, I'll obviously answer it for you. If it's a really great question, I will then maybe bring it to the podcast so other people can benefit from the answer. And if it's a more of a, a normal question, then we, always, uh, we have a, a staff of people that will help you as well. So guys, it's our job and our pleasure and our honor to be of service to you. So anything at any time we ever can do for you, do not hesitate to reach out, 512-758-0206. In the meantime, you guys have a fantastic day, and we'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.